We've got the Super Bowl only in two days. Johnny Lupinacci and Brandon Chapman. Johnny, I am super excited about the Super Bowl this year. I mean, I'm always excited about the Super Bowl. I'm sli- I'm over the fact that the Lions aren't going. Okay, I got over it pretty quick. But how can you not get excited about every Super Bowl? Will Taylor football? Swift make it to the Super Bowl? Of course. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, of I course mean, she will. How could you not? <laughs> on a she private just jet. She it up on the Grammys, right? <laughs> and then she should in every way be at the Super Bowl. I love it because... A whole bunch of people get all riled up about it, for or against it, and it's just funny to me because it's like, come on, man. One of Every our generation has this kind of thing. Um, was it what Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe? Absolutely. Like, come on, I'm I'm here for this. Travis Kels. I'm gonna call him by his actual name, Kels. <laughs> I wa- I listen to the podcast, and like these guys are so cool. They actually talked about how like they just got tired of correcting people. Their dad's like pretty chill, and people just kept pronouncing their name Kelsey so they just ran with it but it's actually Kels you know so I love the love the love the energy those guys bring uh I mean Travis is a heck of a player and so I think it's absolutely yeah. hilarious how riled up everyone gets so I'm excited for that I know uh, well, but I actually like the teams and I yeah. cringe cuz the 49ers did put the dagger in the heart <laughs> of us Lions fans this year I was I was going to say we we can't forget about the the Lions and the uh, it, just obvious, it's just it's the nature of the the beast there with the lions. Yeah, yeah. It's never uh, even been to a Super Bowl. No, no. But you know they're on the they're on the upswing, and I think there's good story in that it's not just a one off, right? Yeah. It wasn't just like hey, they had a great season. You know, they yeah, building. Right. They had a decent season last year. They had a great season this year. Right. You know, um, let's keep going. Let's keep it rolling. Hey, by the way, it's a good thing Marilyn because of Marilyn Monroe, people found out about baseball and, you know, so they I'm knew saying, about Joe DiMaggio, it, so I, my my comparison's not that far off. There are tons of NFL fans that are newer to the NFL fandom that are going to be tuning in because they want to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's just a fact. Um, <laughs> you know? And that's all right. I mean... Yeah, it's totally fine. I'm it's, less about... I am less about football these days and more about the, the commercials and Super I mean, Bowl halftime. How can half you not be? Football's fun to watch, but it's yeah. slow, and so there's all kinds of stuff around it between the plays and all the other things. The the I will tell you, the one... I think next week I may... Uh, we may have to do something ranking Super Bowl commercials or something. Oh, that would be. But fun you remember too. back in the day, you had to sit there and wait for the commercials, and now they're all online. Oh, so it kind of yeah. ruins that. Yeah. But I mean, gotta love those some of those commercials. Absolutely. Are, are you a guy who likes the funny ones, or do you like the serious, like thought provoking uh, social message? Because I'm a funny one guy. I mean, That's... I like them all, but I, I just like I, I like them all actually. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 a sucker for. The programming straight through. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm mostly here for the snacks at every Super Bowl party. Yeah, I don't, I don't I love ranking Super Bowl snacks could be a <laughs> it should be. I mean, but I mean, come on, you get several hours on end where you mm-hmm. just snack. One point three billion dollars in beer sales for True. Super Bowl is what I read, and then the other thing I read was one point three billion wings eaten. Yeah, chicken the wings. wings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I don't usually get a lot of wings. I don't, but I, I got two big bags of wings this last week, and it, it, that's something we're going to do on Super yeah, Bowl absolutely. Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. There'll be some wings. I, I would like to say that I have beers during the Super Bowl, but I, I have a working theory that you hit a certain age and beer just is not something you can drink. 
uh, I can't snack and have beers. I mean, a couple of beers, and I'm like either going to sleep or not feeling well. Johnny so, Lupinacci with his virgin margarita. Yeah, but actually, you know, I, I'll probably be having virgin uh, daiquiri. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I love. Oh, some of the Dr. Pepper commercials were fantastic. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, Super Bowl, Super Bowl day. I'm a big soda and snacks guy. All right. Well, today. Because uh, it's only a couple of days away, we've got something from Fox Sports. Our buddy Ralph Vacciano. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Ten greatest plays in Super Bowl history, and and it says it right. Okay, it says it right here. It says from David Tyree to Philly Special. So we we know where where we're going. This does rank it from uh, from one down, but I'm going to go down to the bottom of the page and I'm going to go in reverse order. I'm going to mm-hmm. go from ten up. All right. And I invite you to join me in this quest, Johnny. Oh, I'm with you, man. I loved Super Bowl. Um, and you know, just the the preface of this: how many Super Bowls? It's one play that might define that Super Bowl, even if it's a great game all around. You remember it for a play like Dwight Clark the catch. Yes. I mean, those are things that you just know. Number ten on the list: Julian Edelman's crazy catch. So the Patriots were, I mean, they were way up. They to uh, erasing a. Um, Atlanta Falcons were way up. They were Patriots were on their way to erasing this this twenty eight to three, halfway through the third quarter lead, and the trade the Patriots trailed by a touchdown. They got the ball back on their own nine with three thirty left in the game. They're making this this push this final push, and of course we know Tom Brady and the penchant for those those uh, comebacks late. They were still, by 2.28 to go, they were only on their own 36. Brady threw a pass that should have been intercepted. Okay, uh, Robert Alford was right there, cornerback for the Falcons, and Julian Edelman uh, was double-covered. Yeah. And Alford was in front of him. He jumped up for the interception and tipped the ball into the air. When balls are tipped, That's things right. happen. Tip drill, tip drill. Edelman stopped his momentum he ended up diving back toward the ball. A couple safeties converged, dove on the ball, and Edelman somehow reached between the legs of Alfred to get the ball first. The ball popped loose out of his hands. He still managed to grab a hold of it before it hit the turf. It was a 22-yard catch. The Patriots ended up marching down the, the field, sent the game into overtime, and they ended up winning 34-28 to on a two-yard uh, touchdown run on the first drive. Yeah. Edelman's catch was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And, and I love this play. I mean, in this list, I have it ranked at the lowest, right? And it's going to be hard to go through these 10 plays because they're all pretty iconic. Yeah. They nail, like, this list nails. These are our iconic plays. This one's really high up for me. It's top three. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved this Super Bowl. I mean, you can't write a more exciting like, wow, it looks like it's going this direction. It looks like this Super Bowl is about to be a snoozer. Mm-hmm. And I l- hate and love the Patriots because I don't like the Patriots. I'm yeah. not a Patriots fan. It's all things Boston. <laughs> I hate all things Boston. But come on, you cannot snub greatness. Yeah. And Tom Brady is a phenomenal competitor. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is quintessentially never giving up. And he suffers from, or or his superpower is a holism, and that is something that you need sometimes oh, <laughs> when you're competitive. Yeah, Michael Jordan was the same Kobe way. Bryant. <laughs> I mean, you have when you are a fierce competitor. We talk about this all the time in sports. Like you have, you have it. It's that. Like in right. second and third efforts, you dig down deep, right, and right. that deep effort is like. 
godlike in that sport. And so, you know, Tom Brady has that. It went, it's contagious. That's mm-hmm. why we talk about it. It's like its leadership is contagious. It spreads. And then as, you know, as I was never a great football player, but loved playing football and, and loved as a wide receiver or a defensive back, loved tip drills. Yeah. And you would, you know, every, every practice all the time, you practice tip drills. Like you tip the ball up, you pop the ball yeah, over. Right. And you, you just, you just grab these balls. So it was like watching tip drill. Yep. Yep. Come to fruition as basically a game-winning play yeah. in the biggest game of all these most of these players' lifetimes. Mm-hmm. If you're Tom Brady, you've probably had a few of these yeah. games, but I mean, this was huge. So I love this one. It like the the coach and player in me was like, "That's why we do tip drills," you know? Yeah, like, yeah. That's why you never <laughs> give up. I mean, this this Super Bowl. That's was why you send a player a sometimes dream. as a trailer and things like that. Just basketball, same thing. Absolutely. Because you got to have the carom. Absolutely. Right? Hockey, you got to crash the net. The Absolutely. rebound. A goal scored on a rebound is the same amount of points as a goal scored. You betcha. On that first shot. <laughs> so uh, super. This is Super Bowl Li. By the way, don't ask me to do Roman numerals. I won't do it. But from 2017, uh, yeah, an iconic one. Uh, I'm just going to point out every night at the Chapman household dinner. You rewatch a Super Bowl? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my kids, yeah. My, no, my kids always ask me to do trivia. Nice. Yeah, so so right now they've been asking to do NFL and Super Bowl trivia. And, mm-hmm. and one of the questions was about Super Bowl MVPs. How many has Tom Brady won? And it said five MVPs. And I was like, yeah, but one of them should have gone to Julian Edelman. And it's not even this game. It was the game that they played against the Seahawks. I'm sorry, but Julian sure, Edelman sure, was the it. one who won that thing. It was not Tom Brady. By the way, it was an interception, which we'll probably talk about, that won it. But, like, Edelman was on fire that game. The Seahawks Absolutely. could not stop Edelman. It wasn't about Tom Brady. So know, Edelman you know, had a penchant for big things, too. We can get into MVP. I'm getting we excited, should, and my voice get is into, going up. And one of the uh, yeah. future yeah. good take, bad takes, we should get into lists of MVPs because it's a, it's a, it's a really complicated award. Yeah. Right. Like it's not always the person who stood out the most in the game and probably should be, but there's a lot more that goes behind it. All right. Are you ready for number nine? Oh yeah. From 2010. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This was a good one. Peyton Manning was, was absolutely brilliant, uh, in a second Super Bowl quest that he had. He had completed, uh, you know, 31 passes of 31 of 45 for 333 yards. Yeah. So when the t- Saints took a 24-17 lead with 542, uh, Manning was going to have plenty of time to have the ball back, have time to, to score. To do what uh, Peyton Manning does. To do what Peyton Manning does. Gets the Colts all the way down to the Saints 31, third and five. 324, he goes for Reggie Wayne on a little stick route to the left. Rain would, uh, Wayne would run five yards and, and quick cut inside, but Tracy Porter saw it coming all the way. All the way. I mean, and he, he read, read it, it, and then he read it uh, out loud. Yeah. And then <laughs> he read and it then he, in a loud voice. And then he read it back to everyone because he took that boy yard. I mean, I don't even remember. It was long. How was like Easy 30, catch, 70 yard, 74 yeah, yard touchdown. Uh, it stopped the comeback and gave the Saints a 31 17 win. Yeah. I mean, if you talk about huge plays, right? Where would you rank this against, like, an Edelman? I mean, the one was was definitely a fancy catch. It kept the drive going. This was just a sealer, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a pick six. Nothing in football. To me, nothing is as exciting as a kickoff return. Like, that just gets the crowd like, holy smokes, or a pick six. When the pick six happens and, and, and they're I mean, rumbling to the other end zone. Anytime a defense stops an offense by 
by causing a turnover, it's huge. Um, so this was a big one. Uh, for me, it's not as high. You, you heard me just rave about how I loved Edelman's interception. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. but this one, you know, I'm a big I'm I'm a I'm a fan of it, but it's like mid range yeah. for me, right around like five. Mm-hmm. I I was excited because I wanted the Saints to win the Super Bowl. I was rooting for the Saints, kind of like everyone else watching, staring right down the the barrel of Peyton Manning's like most likely going to wrap this up on this drive. Yeah, that's what he does. Yep. Um, and so it's great. I you know the Saints did it. They locked it in. Um, this is like right around five for me. It's in the middle. Cool. Uh, number eight. Definitely remember this from my high school days. Uh, John Elway helicopter. The helicopter. It says it might not have been the biggest play of Super Bowl 32, but it's come to be a defining moment in the career of Denver Bronco quarterback John Elway. Do you know where he went to high school? No. Trivia time. Where'd he go? Look that up real quick. Oh, let me Where did John here. Elway play high school football? Just This is just a very interesting tidbit of information i would love to bring up yeah he was 30. oh come on no you I'm gotta not, be kidding me. i'm not joking that's pretty amazing i've never say heard it that. say it out loud pullman high school pullman washington because i was like i'm pretty sure he went to the california school so he's a stanford quarterback yes he was and he went to high school and pullman high school so he went from 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 the palouse to the bay yeah he's not from pullman but okay yeah, he was he was Man, here. We gotta, di- we gotta do when, a deep dive. When you on got that. fam well, when you when you you know, when parents are here for for whatever, working or yeah, yeah you end well, up. You'd at only be here working for a couple of things. Yeah. So I mean I don't know the whole story. I've, I've looked it up before, that. but it was just one it, of those Because I've never heard him claimed as like I'm a greyhound. Yeah. Uh, go greyhounds. No, no, he doesn't talk about that his defining years in Pullman Washington in the middle of a wheat field yeah. on the Palouse and somehow WSU didn't recruit him I mean imagine that well I mean he could go to Stanford they might have <laughs> recruited him but he could go to Stanford come on the Washington <laughs> State University and Stanford they're like right here with each other yeah they're right there absolutely yeah so Pack rivalries 37 years old his fourth Super Bowl of course, the first three all blowouts that he had lost. Tough he wanted ones. to win this one, and there it was. Uh, third quarter, game tied at 17, end of a drive that had begun at the Broncos' eight-yard line. It was third and six, Packers 12, and what happens? He gets flushed out. He's, he's not in the pocket. He's exposed. He tries to run for the first down, but the first down is there's a barrier there. So what does he do? Head first. Four feet in the air, tries to get over linebacker Brian Williams, hit in the legs by uh, Leroy Butler, shoulder by safety Mike Pryor, spun in the air, he's a helicopter, 180 degrees, lands on his back, still holding the ball, got the first down. Yeah, he did. And and it was kind of crazy to watch because you're thinking, where's the ball going to land? Like, where are they going to spot this? Right, yeah. He's spinning, right? There's no instant replay at that at that point that they're and using. this is not an era of rushing quarterbacks. I mean, it's just starting to be a little bit. It was like a unique, like, standout style Steve of Steve Young was yeah. one of the few. Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham. Uh, Steve Young. Yeah. So, I mean, there were very few, though. And, and I mean, yeah, this was just a, was a ballsy move. This is a get it done. And then what do you do? You hand the ball to Terrell Davis. He scores on a one-yard run. Uh, but anyway, that wasn't even like, I mean, there's more back and forth. The Broncos won 31 to 24. Yeah. But that was the play 
that people remember. Absolutely. They don't remember, um, you know, they don't remember Terrell Davis's touchdown or a touchdown later. You know, no, a couple of one year. That was the one. Yep. Yep. It's that first down, that big first down, the extra effort from the boss back there. Get that, a helicopter. That to me is why this one for me, it would be a little bit lower. It, it's, it's an amazing play, but we still had, you know, we still had a quarter and a half to go. Yeah. 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 So, same. I have this one. Well, what do they got? But it, it is something. Eight? Yeah. I got it probably up there around yeah. there. Eight, nine, ten. It could easily fall in any of those for me. Uh, the Philly special oh. Eagles run to Super Bowl L double I, whatever that one is L double I whatever. So, um, Nick Foles, quarterback. They're leading the Patriots late in the first half. Yeah. Fourth and goal from the Patriots one with 38 seconds left. Eagles coach Doug Peterson says, "Let's go for it. Let's put the ball. Let's put it. Uh, you know, give ourselves a pad." So he calls the play. It's the Philly special. Yeah. Foles is in the shotgun. Corey Clement to his right. He motions for Clement to line up behind him. And as he made the pre-snap call, Foles then walked up to the line and stood right behind his right tackle. So center, Jason Kels. Kelsey? Kels? Kelsey? I mean, you pick. His dad made a choice a long time ago. I know, ago. a long time so, ago. I mean, and who I, dictates I the pronunciation of their own name? They do, right? Yeah. I mean, I they guess get, They get to dictate it. So, But but the guy, I mean, we started off talking about I actually love the podcast him and Travis do. It's yeah. actually really fun yeah. to listen to. Uh, but, yeah, that was a fun play. And I and I rank this one pretty high, probably in the top five somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's why. Great coaching staffs win Super Bowls. Yeah. I sound like that old guy who was like, defense wins Super Bowls. But realistically, let's talk about the Super Bowl this weekend. I never count out Andy Reid. You just can't. The guy's got playbooks that go for ages. And so, you know, the fact that this game was going to be a shootout, you're playing the Patriots, it's going to require creativity and putting it on the line by mm -hmm. that. I mean, like you got to have the cojones mm -hmm. in the playbooks. And I, so I love it. So they, you know, they practice, every team practices a handful of these plays mm -hmm. and only few teams can pull them off in pressure moments. Right. And this is one of those great moments where they like pull a wild play and it's one, it's extraordinary to watch. Yeah. So what was the play then? Cause we, we mentioned that the quarterback lines up. So, so Kelsey Kels snaps the ball. Slash Kelsey. Yeah. You know, back to Clement, yep. who runs to the to the right. The right. Pitches. No, he starts running to the left. Yeah. And then pitches, pitches the ball to was it Trey Burton. Trey Burton. I didn't. So so now there's a reverse going. But instead of it being a reverse, which you see this play, you know, every once in a while get thrown out. But Burson, Bur Burton throws. So he actually in the reverse passes it to Foles. So now the the quarterback who lined up different, uh, you know, who slipped out and and lined up as a receiver, uh, completely unnoticed, right, by the Patriots' defense, or probably noticed but uncovered, right? Mm -hmm. Catches uh, catches the ball, right? So here we go, Eagles lead on this like multiplayer trick play where. You know, the reverse gets a pass thrown to the quarterback. I mean, this was really fun. And and what's even better, 
it's the middle finger to New England because New England did the same play earlier, but of course, uh, Brady dropped the ball. Yeah. So it was like, okay, well, we're going to show you how to do this play. Do it right. We're going to do it right. Yeah. Even better. I love it. So yep. really fun one. The Philly special. And, and, and of course, Philly would end up winning 41-33 in that game. And, and I mean, the other thing that's really cool about this Super Bowl is, like, let's talk about Foles for a minute. Okay. That season, he's a backup quarterback. That's right. I mean, this is career-defining moment. I mean, like, he really the, – the, nobody expected Nick Foles to lead the Philadelphia Eagles, except right. maybe Philly fans, because Philly fans, they don't play around. No, they're a every special breed. Super, every year's <laughs> Super Bowl year for them. Uh, maybe us Lions fans could learn something from Philly fans. But – Foles really got the job done. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Let me just let me just mention one thing. Just you mentioned your hatred of Boston. Hate Boston. <laughs> now, aside from sports and all that, if you've been to Boston, mm-hmm. like okay, yeah. Look, here's I the walked thing. the Freedom Trail. Here's I, the thing. I did all that. I, I liked I, I liked that history. Of I it. will own a hundred percent of my hypocrisy on this. I actually yeah, because everybody hates I, Detroit, you I, know. But yeah, you're in Detroit. I just, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is. I just despise. But Boston. the winters are lovely in Detroit. Well, you know, because here's the thing. Am I a Bruins fan? No, because they're Boston. Yeah. But do I actually really like a bunch of Bruins players? And have I like enjoyed watching the Bruins over since I was a little kid? Yeah. Those Boston Montreal series were just knockout playoff series and their yeah. rivalry yeah. is to die for. I'm just not a Boston fan. Red Sox fan, same thing. I can't tell you any good reason why I don't like Boston other than just I've stayed really true to not liking Boston. And I've been to Boston. I I think it's an incredible place. And the whole time I'm telling myself, you know what? I just don't like this place. But there's no good reason because there's yeah. a lot of really great things in Boston. And I got I got to give mad respect to the fandom that Boston Yeah. Boston fans have for all their sports teams. It is unreal. <laughs> unreal. Yeah. So I have a respect. I feel the same way My about the Steelers. is a measure of a respect. Yeah. I'm like, if you bring this much hometown support, I have to despise you right, right. as a level of respect. Yeah. I, I. Here's the funny thing is I always, in general, I, I rooted for the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Right? When they, when they weren't World Series teams. Because I, I have to be heartbroken. Sure. Right? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like uh, Bart Giamatti, okay, whose kid just won a, you know, he won an Academy Award, uh, Paul Giamatti. But Bart Giamatti was the commissioner of baseball. Yeah. And he was also a Yale professor. He's a, he's a, you know. Smart dude. Yeah, he's an ivory tower guy. But he he wrote that baseball was designed to break hearts. Like, how could you root for the Yankees when they win all the time? You yeah. got to root for, you know, <laughs> that's just it, right? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I see the same thing you do for, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, the kind of unionization, that I, a blue-collar union, right? Yeah. Blue-collar, Pittsburgh, everything about this screams to me like I support this. These are my people. Deep down, these are my people. But I freaking hate the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe, I'm just mad because they beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, like, there's – I don't and know And Ben Roethlisberger that, still not in the end zone. I, I brought don't that know up that before. I've ever been anywhere where across the board, all sports – and I'm even talking about, like – even even at the level, especially at the level of like college hockey, like a Boston college game is absolute insanity, absolute insanity. So I got to give it to Boston fans like across the board, most hostile place to go be the away team. Like yeah. they have hometown advantage. 
because their fans bring it. Yeah, this is an interesting one here. I, I, I understand the importance. Number six, Mario Manningham's sideline grab. Uh, Eli Manning and the Giants are playing the Eng- New England Patriots. Your, you know, your your favorite Boston team, and it, you know, as our buddy says, it might not have been on the same circus level as David Tyree's helmet catch, but the importance and difficulty level were both still high. So Giants are on their own twelve. They've got three forty six remaining, so not a lot of time in this game. Seventeen fifteen, they're down. It's a first down, forty yards in the air. It's toward the left sideline. Manningham was double covered, but he had a step on Sterling Moore, the the Patriots defensive back, and then Patrick Chung, the safety, was just a little bit late arriving. It it drops right down onto, you know, Manningham's arms, and he has to get both feet in, and, of course, he gets hit pretty hard. It did spark a drive. The Giants end up with the game-winning touchdown, 21-17. I just think it's a really good football catch. To me, when you when I say defining moments, I don't think about this. This was the one that stands out to me yeah. as I will remember this Super Bowl forever because of Mario Manningham's catch. I mean, this Super Bowl, though, was a, a pretty one. phenomenal one and, 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 uh, and one full of phenomenal catches. And that was the thing that kept being like, you just had an energy watching. The Giants were going to win this Super Bowl because it didn't matter what Manning threw. Mm-hmm. It seemed like those guys were going to haul it in. And, and just a clinic on, like, wide receiver. Like, you always hear, like, if the ball is anywhere near them, they should be able to haul it in. This is, like, a highlight reel of proof of that. The Manningham catch was, was pivotal. I really like this next one. John Reagan's four, run on fourth and one. Now, I, I will tell you that at this point in my life, 1983, I don't know anything about the Super Bowl, okay? I was born in eighty. But this is one of those that's very similar to the pick six. You're not expecting this. It's fourth and one. Uh, the Redskins are are they're running out time. You know they're they're running out of time. I should say they're trailing to the Dolphins 17-13. They're they're in Dolphins territory. They're at the 43. But what do you do when you're on the opposing team's 43 and you got fourth and one? It's too far to kick. Yep. But but you're like too far away to to punt and let, not with not with uh, you know uh, uh, very little time. There's ten ten left in the game, so you could punt and try to play that field position game. You, you could, but you're at the forty three. So okay, we're gonna go for it. Fourth and one. So Joe Gibbs felt like he had no choice. He called a play called the seventy chip. It was a simple handoff to the left, and the the running back right. Um, John Riggins, he gets a, a block from tight end. From, yep, tight end block. Yep, and, and I mean, usually the tight end fullback combo. I mean, it opened up. Usually, those are the ones where you it's have like some Moses contact. We're gonna have to bring the chains out. We're gonna have yeah. to put them down. Did no. he get it? Did he not? It's fourth and one. But what happened instead? You said the Red Sea. Yep. Or should we solve the Redskins see? <laughs> <I mean, laughs> let my people through. <laughs> <laughs> let my running back through, right? So just absolutely awesome. Yeah. And instead, it was a 43-yard touchdown down the sideline, gave the Redskins the 27-17 lead and their first Super Bowl championship in 1983. Yeah. And as we discussed, and the, the uniforms look great on TV. 
<laughs> yeah. Now that was a good year for uniforms. Yeah. So um, I, I just think that was one of those that's not expected. You know, it's like the pick six. You are expecting a, I mean, you're in the trenches. You're expecting something to happen. Either he gets a yard uh, or a little bit more than a yard or he stopped. Yeah. And instead, boom, 43 yards, he's gone. Yep. You know if you're, you're a Redskins fan at that point, you're going nuts. Oh, absolutely, because you weren't expecting a touchdown out of that play. You were hoping for a first down. Uh, number four, just uh, it makes me mad we're going to skip it. Okay, no, we oh, can't no, skip it. No. We can't skip it. It's so hard because I almost want to make this a number one, but it's only because it's for years given oh. me a way to clown Seahawks yeah. fans. Well, <laughs> the funny thing is I think about what got them down to this – point anyway yeah right because yeah. we no, had a phenomenal totally. catch to get down to this point but malcolm butler's interception oh this is one that will forever go down in the annals of history i mean i wasn't even a seahawks fan mm. and i was watching this but you game were a marshawn lynch big time yeah, and i'm like no. all you got to do is is feed the beast and and like the likelihood of this guy not getting a touchdown where they were where they were i mean the odds had to be stacked so high in his favor you got a guy named beast mode i mean, I mean beast right and that so, season i mean i mean marshawn's always been like a an impossible guy to tackle let 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 the guy go in for a touchdown let him grab his crotch as per usual let him throw skittles into the crowd all of that but here's the thing like so just define. Let's let's go over the uh, the play. Twenty six seconds left. The Seahawks are down twenty eight to twenty four, but they're on the one yard line. The one. The one yard line. Pete Carroll and Daryl Bevel decide to have Russell Wilson throw a quick pass to Richard Lockett, who would cut in from the right. And when Lockett came through, uh, it was. I mean, they lined up in the shotgun formation, so they didn't even fake a run. That's the thing that, you know, is really puzzling. So so Butler, he reads it, he gets in front of Lockett, picks the pass off at the goal line, and seals New England's win. Have you seen? I mean, I thought for sure they were running a sneak. Now, there's a lot of question, like, did he hit the receiver and said, well, he was in that zone. Like, he was yeah. in the zone, you know, where contact could be made and all, all of this, right? Uh, it wasn't just an incomplete pass. No, it was picked off. Have you seen uh, the the video of Pete Carroll mic'd up where his voice like cracks? He's like, oh, oh, oh no. And he like goes down to the ground. Well, we're going to play it right here. Here we go, boys. Here we go. Come on now. Let's finish. Let's finish. Get him set. What do we got here? Oh, no. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what other kind of reaction you could have to that because that's iconic. Fortunately, the Seahawks went on to have success, not in that yeah. game, but you know, they, I think, I think they were able to erase it from their own memory, yeah. Yeah. but I, yeah, yeah. I really thought that would be career defining for Pete Carroll. Here's another one. Have you ever watched the TV show, the league? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They had a, a promo for a new season coming up of the league. It happened after this Super Bowl and before the next season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Taco, he's got Taco Corp. 
Yeah. And he's sitting on a beach with Marshawn Lynch. Have you ever seen this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and he says, like, there's, hey, if you're done with your meeting, uh, what is it, Kevin? Yeah. You know, toss me, you know, toss me a beer. And there's one more beer. And Marshawn's like, I'll just run it over to him. And Taco's like, no, we're so close. We'll just throw him that ball, you yeah. know. And Taco's, <laughs> and uh, Beast, Marshawn goes, man, he's, I could sleepwalk that thing over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what happens? He throws it. And... And it, it's wide. Kevin goes for it, knocks over the grill, catches on fire. Like, and Marshawn says, "That's why we run it." <laughs> so, so question for you: You have the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with Marshawn Lynch. You get to interview Marshawn Lynch. Okay. And there's so many exciting things about yeah. this guy, right? Just, just a beauty and a character, right? Yeah. Do you ask him about this play? No, no, I don't ask him. I don't ask him about the play because, first of all. He's just there so he doesn't get fined. <laughs> so he might not. I'm, you know, he wants to talk about his brand, but no, I don't. But here's the here's the uh, interesting thing. You know what would have happened had the play been successful? Everybody would have said, "Oh, these guys are geniuses," because everybody expected Marshawn would to run they, the ball. Though? Would they? If if they had been I mean, successful, they lined up in the shotgun. If they had been successful, yes. Maybe if they'd have faked the run like a play action, right. Maybe. Yeah, if they had been successful, yes. But that's the thing is, if they'd have been successful, I think most of us have been like, "Whew!" But let's not be, let's not kid ourselves. Pete Carroll's still the most successful coach of all time in Seattle, right? In Seattle, yeah. yeah. And he's a great coach. I mean, it was it was a tough break, uh, tough call. I actually hold on. I want to I want to share this uh, little this little Taco Corp Marshawn little promo. Well, that about wraps up Taco Corp's annual board meeting. All in favor, say aye. Yes, Lord. All right, Marshawn. I'd like to thank the board. Cheers to Taco Corp. Cheers. Well, as you know, Taco Corp had a record year. So I'm going to be paying you your dividend in Skittles. Come on, man. You know that's my thing, right, Brett? No, I had no idea. That's how I pay everyone. What? Taco, if you're uh, done with your meeting, can I have a beer, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, ooh, last one. Just hand it to me, and I'll run it over to him. Nah, I'll toss it to him. Just hand it to me. No need to throw it, man. Come on. Nah, it's really easy. I'll just throw it to him. He'll catch it. Come on, man. We're so close. I could run it over. It's just right here. I just want a beer. Come on, man. I can sleepwalk that thing to him, but come on, man. All right. Ah, I think I'm going to throw it. What's the worst that could happen? What? Catch! No, no, no. What? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Time luck! Oh! Whoa. Ah! 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 Oh, fire! Oh, Help! Ah! That's why you run. Oh, fire! Oh, fire! 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 Still think it was the right call. Fire! There you go. Yeah. Spot Classic on. Marshawn was spot on with that one. Yeah, he's so great. But I like how he had some humor with it too. That's why I could sleepwalk that thing. So, uh, number three, Mike Jones's game-saving tackle. Oh my! This goodness. was this was this was a, a great Super Bowl. This too, is man. an absolutely iconic play in Super Bowl history. Um, yes, I think I, I fully understand if you think about the imagery, right? The the still photo and all that that kind of thing uh, happening. I, I just yeah, this was this was it. Um, Tennessee Titans. They were down 16-0. They tied the game 16-all in the fourth quarter. The Rams, 73-yard touchdown pass from Kurt Warner to Isaac Bruce, who for many years I had on a fantasy football team of mine. Isaac Bruce never let me down. 
They took the lead, 23-16, with a buck 54. Well, the Titans are saying, hey, we're not done yet either. So they get all the way down to the Rams 10. They got one play. They got a final, final timeout, six seconds on the play. They were going to clear the middle of the field. Steve McNair, Aaron McNair, Chunky Soup Boy. Oh, no, that was Donovan McNabb. Yeah. Different, different. Uh, uh, McNair, Kevin Dyson, quick slant. And Dyson, and it worked. Because Dyson was at the four and right toward the end zone. Except, remember when we talked about John Elway and somebody in his way? Yep. Mike Jones got in there just in time, lunges at Dyson, gets his legs, and as he's pulling Dyson down, Dyson knows this is it. I've got to score. He reaches. Reaches it out as far as he can with his left hand, and he's stopped about a yard short of the goal line. Oh, yeah. The, the, no the, question about it. No p- question about it. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger is still not in the end zone. I'm never going to let that die, right? <laughs> he never crossed the plane. Anyway, whatever. Never broke the plane. But, but in this case, yeah, it was obvious one yard short, but like, holy smokes, yeah. that was absolutely Exciting. incredible. Exciting yeah. oh, end yeah. to a Super Bowl. Man, what, a, what an end. Yeah, if you're a, if you're a Titans fan, <laughs> that's a rough one. Yeah. So, uh, okay, number two, Santonio Holmes's touchdown toe tap. This one was from 2009. I remember watching this one as well. Yeah. Ben Worthlessberger was... Uh, I mean, he was doing well in this game. I will say that. And Santonio Holmes, I mean, what a, what a receiver at the same time. Yeah. So, Worthless Burger drops back from the Cardinal six-yard line. He locked in on Holmes. Back right corner of the end zone. Three Cardinals in the same area. But talk about thread the needle, yep. right? He goes right over the three. Ralph Brown is there trying to do his best, uh, like the the old tip. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was well defended, well defended, and uh, Holmes got out there, leaning out of bounds, caught the ball with both hands. The toes of his left foot never left the ground. About ten inches inbounds, and just taps that taps right foot. It. Boom. Thirty five seconds left at this point. And gave the Steelers enough for a 27-23 win. Yeah. This is a clinic, too, for wide receivers in general in the NFL. How they do this is unreal. How they know where their feet are. fade to the end zone. And how they know where their feet are, like that fully extended, to focus on hauling the ball in, but also the awareness of where their feet are. To have both feet in touching that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Absolute a, clinic. Just a clinic on it. Number one on the list. David Tyree's helmet catch, and I think this is one that, you know, will always be a defining play. And, you know, we mentioned this, we alluded to it earlier when we were talking about, um, you know, the the play down the sideline. Yep. Uh, but our buddy Ralph says the best play in Super Bowl history was actually two plays in one. It was the great escape where Eli Manning was caught in traffic with two Patriot pass rushers pulling at his jersey and with referee Mike Carey about to blow the whistle. When Manning, ha- when Manning somehow spun away and heaved the ball downfield, it was the helmet catch where David Tyree, the Giants' fourth receiver, that's the thing, it's not even the superstar, yeah. fourth receiver made a leaping grab, pinning the ball against his helmet with his left hand as Patriot safety Rodney Harrison swung at the ball, and the two fell backward. And it all came on third and five from the Giants' 44 with a buck 15 remaining on what would be the game-winning drive of the Giants' 17-14 upset of the Boston Patriots. Yeah. I think this one for me is up here 
you know, I don't know if it's number one. It's hard for me to land on one, but it's definitely in top three. I mean, one you get one shot to to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, do Bowl. not miss your chance. And 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 we're not talking about your average safety here. You know, Harrison is just a superstar at his position, and so you know that that was not by any chance uh, a light or fluke play. I mean, he pinned that ball on it. He caught the ball with his helmet in his hand, and he kept it up there, held on to it. Harrison couldn't get it out. I mean, and they went to the ground, too. The ground didn't even cause it anything. He kept that ball. Unbelievable. And holy smokes, man. Just a big upset because nobody expected the Patriots to to lose that that Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, now here's – this is, you know, we talk about recency bias – here, it would almost feel like there were no great plays, aside from John Riggins. That's like the outlier, 1983. Uh, this that- whole list probably has some recency bias. But again, like for guys like us, we can really only talk about these plays. Even that 83, I mean, I remember watching that Super Bowl, but I was just a kid. So the the ones that I, I think Manningham's catch, yeah, I feel like it doesn't belong in this list. There were so, so many. I mean, if you're, if you're going to say Manningham's, play was was instrumental i mean look at this defining you know like he yeah. he kind of you know took in this nice catch at the sidelines then you got to take you know what what brought the seahawks down to the interception i mean that bobbling catch you sure. know down at, i mean those are the kind of things that that i feel are left out now i think it's a good take overall i really do but uh, dwight clark the catch i mean that is such a defining super bowl moment yeah that i feel like there's a, a massive absence not having that there yeah a massive absence that that would be um you know we're in and i found other lists right we just choose a list i found other lists that that had uh, you know that catch as one of the top of all time now there are other kinds of lists where it's more like uh super bowl in general not just one play so it includes things like joe namath you know the guaranteed win you know and all that so that's not this kind of list this is saying one play one that's play. just a defining thing of the Super Bowl. So in that regard, like if there was one play that defined the Super Bowl, like for the Seahawks Patriots, yeah, you can't, you can't put that catch because the play that is going to define that Super Bowl is the interception. Yeah. Right. So I understand why some of those aren't on the list. So the, the Manningham one is one that, that you feel is misplaced. I think it's misplaced. I think that one needs to be off the list and Dwight Clark's needs to be on. But aside from that, I, I actually have no real issues with the way they're ranked. I think it's yeah. fine. Like maybe I'd put one up one and another one down a couple, but like it's not egregious. Like I, I know I'm a mo- more of a skeptic than you on a lot of these lists. I say this is a good take. I'd yeah. like to make that change, but it's a good take. Yeah, I think it's a good take too. And 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 I I like seeing the Manningham one in there again. Recency bias, you know, having watched these Super Bowls. I mean, that one is just one of those cases of where like it didn't matter. Like it seemed like it didn't matter what where Eli was throwing the ball. It was getting hauled in. And those were really broken plays. Those were, I mean, now we're used to it. We're spoiled with guys like Patrick Mahomes. We're used to seeing, oh, broken play turn into a massive play. Yeah. But, I mean, that was like, wait, this is going to go really badly for the Giants. Whoa, look at that, a catch. Yeah. yeah. Um, this so was Russell Wilson's heyday before he went to Denver, right? Yeah. We saw that in Seattle a yeah. lot. Yeah. You know? And you saw that in Detroit with Rodney Pete. No, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. All right. I like Rodney Pete. Hey, though, all hey, right. Hey, you, you, you improved though. You got Joey Harrington. 
Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Like, come on. What a life you then have. We had Matthew Stafford for a long yeah, haul, though. Yeah. He could really sling the ball. And Calvin Johnson. Strong. Oh, Megatron. Dude. <laughs> that guy was a freak of nature, man. Yeah, loved watching Jeez. him. Well, I'll, I'm not sure next week. I'm not sure which one we'll do yet. We haven't decided. We could do commercials. We could do uh, treats like uh, Super yeah. Bowl snacks, you know, whatever. We'll see in a couple days. Uh, we'll watch a Super Bowl and, and yeah. see where see where the chips fall. I will. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I do have a sound effect here. I just don't know which one it is. Um, so I will tell you, we did get a uh, a listener, a longtime listener. Great. Who who mentioned uh, that they had been listening. Yeah. Right. Um, with our last, uh, shoot, uh, the last one, the logos. Yeah. Football and, logos. Yep. And they mentioned that the the kid from Buffalo, yeah. right, who's actually the 44-year-old union laborer, oh, you yeah. know, three kids at home. and Yeah, old soul. Oh, old soul. <laughs> they shared with me, and I'm going to share with you offline, but they shared that after that, that clip went viral, this kid ended up doing an interview, like on Good Morning Buffalo or oh, something. Of course. And I got to tell you, if you thought for one second that, that this was just a, 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 a fluke, like a 15-second fluke, no, the whole demeanor of this kid, the way he talks... <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm telling you what, like at this point, you know, he's about ready to retire with his full pension and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause we're about four or five years later now. Yeah. He's a card carrying UAW, <laughs> uh, Eagles club guy. Uh, uh absolutely. <laughs> he, he does darts on Tuesday nights and bowling on yep. Thursday nights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I really appreciate, uh, I really appreciate Troy pointing that out. Absolutely. Man. So Absolutely. it was really great clip. So uh, not sure that we're going to play that here. Uh, but anyway, so we'll, we'll be back your way next week, a week from today. And uh, we'll see what we, we'll see what we've got to yeah, talk enjoy about. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks everybody.